it's time to say hello to Mr. Steve Lansky. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good. Are you, are you, what do you do for Super Bowl? Do you like make some kind of special, I don't know, nachos or, or chicken strips or bologna? What do you do? We used to. So we're in Toronto. It's 1990, 91. I can't remember what year. And the Buffalo Bills are in the Super Bowl. Well, everybody in Toronto cheers for the Buffalo Bills. So it's pretty exciting. So we have a bunch of people over. This is great. We're going to watch the Bills win the Super Bowl. No. So the next year we do it. No. Yeah, you know where this is going. The next year we do it. No. The fourth year, there's no way they're not going to win. No. And that's it. That's the last Super Bowl anything we've ever done. Because it clearly, it clearly I'm surprised somebody didn't die during the game at our place. Like, it was so bad and we just finally gave up so now it's just me watching literally 10 hours of television non-stop with the room in full you know under the cone of silence i I, that's that's among my favorite super bowl stories my favorite one is uh donnie taylor who works on uh, television and radio out in vancouver he was a big time uh raiders fan in 81 they played the eagles and he was out late and he said to his mom he got home like at five in the morning she was up and he said, please wake me up for the Super Bowl, please. Mom, and she said, oh, I'll, I'll wake you up. Please wake me up for the Super Bowl. He slept right through it, and she said, I came into your room, and you looked so sweet and relaxed that I know you needed your sleep, so I just let you sleep. Oh, <laughs> mom, when, when moms think they're helping, right? <laughs> and that was in the days you weren't watching that again. No. That was, that's it. it you it, were it, done. Exactly. You have no option to go ahead and, you know, do it again. There's just no way. Um, no, you you can't see Ron Jaworski blow it again. You just can't. No, you can't. One thing I will say, the the Super Bowl games have been better recently. There was a time when the Grey Cup game, as a, as a entertainment piece, was wildly better than the Super Bowl because the, the, you know somebody would blow out another team damn near every Super Bowl. It's better now. It's closer now, uh, and has been for the most part over the last twenty years or so. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that you said 20, I was going to say 10. But yeah, like, you know, the the Steelers would play the Vikings. The Vikings were never going to win those Super Bowls in the 70s. It was never going to happen. Yeah. And then when the Niners, and the, right, and then the Niners started going to Super Bowls, nobody was going to beat the Niners in the Super Bowl. And and it just, yeah, it kind of ruined it because you had the run-up to the, the whole season-long run-up, and then the game was a dud. Whereas, I, I mean, I did the 89 Grey Cup, which is the greatest Grey Cup in history. But I agree. Man, I, yeah, I can't think of many bad Grey Cups. I really can't. But you're right. And, and I would expect the Super Bowl this year will be a great football game. Yeah, I think it will too. And, and, and you know, the, the only thing I, I, I you know, I, I sound like I'm an old man, which I guess I am. But it just takes a long time. I wish they'd started at two. You know that you're in the mountain time zone, right? Yeah. It, so what you what you don't want to do is move to Toronto or even worse, Newfoundland. That you do not want that to happen. Well, you, like you won't even make the end of the game, Grant. I, you know, Newfoundland to me, and I, I've never been, but Newfoundland. Whenever somebody says Newfoundland, I think of Bob Cole. Still to this day, I think of him because he'd always give the times, right? Wouldn't he be Canada's most famous Newfoundlander? I, yeah. He's got he's got to be close, man. Yeah, he, he, went, he was so he was so sorry to interrupt. He was so fiercely proud. Yeah, so fiercely proud of Newfoundland, which was great. I, I love that when I see a guy like that. Now he was 
a few other things that weren't great, but he was fiercely <laughs> proud. He was fiercely proud of being a Newfoundlander. Yeah, uh, whenever I see a Newfoundlander, I say, "Hey, this Joey Smallwood selling all the water to Quebec for a dollar. How's that going?" But I never yeah. do. I, I hold off because I'm a good guy, Steve. Bless it's 2024, and the number of people. Remember Joe Smallwood really <laughs> diminishing now, my friend. I got to be honest. Are you saying I need to update my joke? Is that what you're saying well, to me? I'm not. I'm just saying your audience is dying, so you may want to think about it. That's all. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Lansky, our guest, um, All Star Game, good, bad, and different. What did you like? Not like? What what went well? Do you think? I liked nothing. There's nothing about it I like. It is. It. You know what it is? I, I was trying to think of the word, and I've got it. It's three days of fawning over guys who are great. They're great athletes. They're fantastic. They've got all the skills. But I don't need three days of fawning. I, I, I get it. You're in love with Austin Matthews. I get it. You're in love with Mitch Marner. You're in love with Connor McDavid. I get it. I don't need a three-day love-in. I, I really don't. I don't know what the solution is. But I tried to watch this year. I tried to watch the skills and that passing thing. Like, that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. And I'm watching, and I'm with a couple of people, and they look over and they is this brutal or what? And I'm like, yeah, this is brutal. I just can't see it any other way anymore. Yeah, it's true. By the way, we have an update from Anaheim. Uh, per coach Cronin, Mason McTavish not playing tonight due to an upper body injury. What? Do you, oh, let me ask you, Steve. The Oilers were on that. Everybody was peak interest in getting that record tied. They end up with 16 in a row. They lose to Vegas. You've said in the past, and I, I don't remember the exact wording, but there was, there was a lack of certain something in the Oilers. Now they get the winning streak, but then right at the cusp of it, they're not able to push through. Do you still feel the same way? Do you still feel there's a lack of certain something on this roster? Uh, no. First of all, I'll say this in reference to Vegas. Oilers were never winning that game. Vegas played that game like it was game seven of a series. Aiden Hill, I mean, the only way they beat him was a two-on-none. And barely then. There's no way they were scoring another goal. Like, Vegas was so hyped for that. And part of the reason would be, hey, they might play him again in May. Yep, you bet. So, yeah, right? So we want to know what we can deliver to these guys right now, and we're going to deliver whatever message we can. I'll be honest with you. I think if the Oilers had played that game ten times, they might have won it once. I, Vegas was not good. They, Vegas was not going to lose. I think the Oilers have just simplified their game. Simplify, simplify. Stop thinking about stuff you don't have to think about. I mean, I love the quote. I, I think Leon and McDavid both said, we're not talking about this streak in the room. It's not coming up. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want. Just go out every game, work your butt off, see what you get. Hey, it was another W. Next game. Go out, work. Just uncomplicate there's never it's when you're uncomplicated in sports you you very often are a winner yeah i think and i i don't i don't know how to express this i'll probably get it wrong but i think the 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 personality of the team somewhat reflects Knobloch now he's he's very straightforward he doesn't give you too much he is a very logical guy and you can tell he's one of those don't get too high don't get too low guys agree and i will say this I was wrong 100% every time I said, I don't think these guys can change. Wrong. They did. You're right. They adopted the mindset that was being given to them 
and they fully embraced it. I would have lost that bet a thousand out of a thousand times. I'm thrilled to be wrong, but absolutely the only way they could win. And I'll give Knobloch credit because he just gave them exactly what they needed. Nothing more and nothing less. And it, you know what? Not every coach can do that. But to me, he gets credit for it. So um, the Oilers now, where they are, uh, do you do you think they need to add? And I, like I, I, you and I don't talk X's and O's so much, but there's there's talk of a of a winger for Drysaddle's line, maybe a defenseman, and and that appears to be the two bigger pieces. Is one more important than another, in your opinion? No, I don't. I don't think one is more important than another, but I would look very, very hard at adding because, I mean, geez, weren't they, weren't they uh, favored to win the Stanley Cup about a week ago when mm-hmm. the latest odds came out? I think they were, right? Yeah, you bet. So if you're favored to win the Stanley Cup in Jan- January, February, I can't remember, it might have been the beginning of February, you really need to look hard about what you can do to get over whatever that hump is you need to get over. And I, I can't believe we're talking about this, but yeah, I think they should do whatever they can. If it's defense, fine. If it's forward, fine. I think they're at the point where they need to look really hard at it because they're a team that other teams are really going to be gunning for now. I had a question sent to me this week and I held back because I want your opinion. I didn't answer it. Um, it's about the the Boston Bruins play-by-play guy, Jack Edwards. Now, I go back a long way. I remember Dale Arnold. Uh, I remember, uh, not not hugely, but I remember Fred Cusick, who would have been long time ago, like back in the, in the maybe even the 70s. Um, and I like, I like Jack Edwards' style. I understand that it might be grating to people, um, but I like it. So the question was, how much of a homer, and I like I love Rod Phillips too, so careful. Uh, how much of a homer is too much of a homer, and then in regard to Jack Edwards? Yeah, good question. And I would say the answer is there's 30 teams. The answer is there's 30 different answers. They, they every, how do I explain this? Every team has its own personality. And every set of broadcasters have their own personality that hopefully fit with that team. And I would say, and I'm not going to slam Drew Remenda. I like Drew Remenda as a color guy, but I don't think he fit the personality of what Oilers fans wanted at that time. I agree. So on both, right? And I don't know. I don't know any other way to say it. There is every so the Boston personality is one thing. The Montreal personality is another. The Tampa personality is another. The Anaheim personalities, and the trick is how to. It's almost like finding a coach to coach players. How do you find a guy? that fits into that personality. Now, it helps if you grow with the team. So Rod Phillips grew with the Oilers, and I think fans grew to love Rod, and Rod grew to love the fans, and Rod was fantastic for the Oilers. But you could have taken Rod and put him somewhere else, like maybe in Winnipeg, wouldn't have worked. And it wouldn't have had anything to do with Rod. It just had to do with the personality of that fan base. Every fan base has one, and if Jack Edwards works for Boston, great but probably won't work anywhere else would be my guess. That's an, I, I, I agree. As you said it, I agree. Totally. I, I liked Remenda, but I knew he wouldn't last, or at least I knew it would be a, a conflicted uh, time here because people, right away, they before he came, they were like, ah, oh, our guys aren't very critical. And then when he arrived, he was very critical of the Oilers, and he would often praise the other team. 
And I mean, that was the product that was on the ice. The Oilers weren't terribly good when Romendo was here. But I thought he had great insight. People didn't like it as much. That's my perception based on what was printed on my blog by, by viewers uh, and, and observers. They didn't like it as much. They like to be, uh, if, if you're going to be critical, I think Bob does do a good job. If he's, he is critical, but he does it not, not as a confrontational thing, just as I, I'm being honest with you, this is happening thing. And I think big picture fans typically, especially radio fans, because I think they're more passionate than, although in Edmonton, <laughs> the, the radio broadcast is far more critical than the television broadcast. But I think typically fans don't like criticism of their team. But I think at some point, if you're a real fan, you got to know that it, it, it can't all be sunshine and roses. <laughs> You know, especially if you're 29th in the league. Like, let's get serious. Like, when does the professionalism come out as a broadcaster? And we have the stones to say, hey, this isn't great, you guys. This is not great. And some people just don't want to hear it. And I, I think that's unfortunate because I think it lowers the bar for many, many broadcast teams who could be better than they are, but they kind of pander to what the fan base wants. Never been a big fan of that. Never going to be a big fan of that. Final one for you, Stephen. And because of your answer, I thought of the question. The, the, we're talking something that, that I think probably just developed organically, but you said something very interesting. The radio broadcast more critical than the TV broadcast. Is that more about personalities than the thrust of the broadcast reflecting what uh, a network or or somebody uh, involved in the production of it would want? Is that just because of the personalities involved in front, who have a microphone in front of them? So I have to ask you a pointed question. So are you saying is Bob Stoffer critical because Bob Stoffer feels it's important to be critical? Is that what you're saying? I, I am, and I'm also asking why the TV wouldn't follow suit if it's there. Right. So Bob, I believe, in his core, feels that is a very major component of being a good broadcaster. I don't want to slam anybody else. But how strong that is in your core, if you have 100 different broadcasters in front of you, you're going to have 100 different levels. And if the production team on television and if the team in the broadcast booth on television, that's not as strong in their core, they're simply not going to do it. And in today's world, Al, it's very, you're much less accountable to the viewership than you used to be, which is weird to me. I would think it'd be the opposite as time goes along, but it's not. And you're, you're much less accountable to the viewership. And I don't think, to be very honest, producers these days understand that that's a good component, a component of good production. I don't think they understand it. And it's hard to walk in one day, have a magic wand and go, today you shall understand this. It doesn't work that way. So until you get production teams in there who go, guys, it's really got to be 50-50. Guy made a great play. Tell me. Guy made a horse bleep play. You tell me that, too. But like I said, not everybody wants to hear it. And I can be damn sure when I tell you not everybody wants to say it. When are you going to start doing this at SATE and and, uh, having people come and learn how to be producers for television? You know what? I'm not going to lie. Somebody called me tomorrow. I'd be there before they hung up the phone. I think you should. (laughs) You should train people. We need edgier people in the world. Uh, you know what? I don't know if it's edgier, if it's smarter, it's just a wider breadth of knowledge. I don't know what it is, but man, I got to tell you, it's sure not like it was when I grew up living, breathing, dying, everything, hockey net in Canada. 
it's way different now. Lansky, you are the most refreshing guest I know. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Al. Have a great weekend. All right, there's Steve Lansky.